Time for rolling. The right targets. That is one trade. T Tigers is still pretty healthy. Tries to jump in. He finds one. This is a big turnaround for Liberation X. They might get the third. They might find an ace here. On to Lost Boy Top. Surrey Strike is not oh. enough. Tyler goes down. He might go for Donna Twips. He's going to get one. He's going to get two. Lost Boy oh, Top. Lost Boy Top. He does it. He gets the two versus one turnaround under the turret. He lives two. Welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, the weekly podcast that brings you Vainglory Esports. From predictions to recaps and analysis, we present to you the best in professional Vainglory. Now, here's your hosts, Endless and Krutzloth. It's Time for Rolling Hey, how's it going, guys? Welcome to Time for Rolling Esports, episode 51. We are still in our celebration week. I'm turning it into a week of our reaching our 50 milestone. Uh, we're going to be in the 50s for the next nine episodes. That's crazy math, I know. Uh, co-hosts joining me tonight, as always, Crude Sloth and Belligerent. How's it going, guys? What's up? I am excited to talk about President. Oh, wait, wrong podcast. Oh, darn. President? <laughs> what president? No, we're not on that podcast, Belligerent. We're on the Vainglory podcast. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Nobody wants to hear my political opinions. That would be probably that'd be a long podcast, or would you keep that pretty short? I guess it depends on how many idiots argued with me. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That could be heated. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Well, this is our prediction episode for weekend number three. Um, I can go ahead and give our point breakdown so we understand where we are at currently. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Before we get point breakdown, All you right. have to admit to everybody. Oh, damn it. Okay. Um, at the end of episode 50, <laughs> uh, I, of course, thought I was confident in my math slash remembering skills about who we picked i did say belligerent picked tribe i was wrong he definitely picked rogue so he gets two more points i was wrong belligerent of course wants to everyone know that he's right and thinks he's always right in this case he is right so yeah moving on from that though um <laughs> our points since we did just bring it up i'm at the top of 47 crude with 46 belligerent with 44 if you would have told me this would be a close race uh, in the beginning of uh, this split after about two weeks, I'd probably laugh because I was nowhere in sight. But here we are, two weeks left. It's going to be a good weekend. This weekend's going to be big. It's going to be make or break, I think, for us. Um, yeah, well, it's close because Crude and I got so far ahead, we started making some yeah. some some uh, random yeah. guesses, mm -hmm. trying to get some extra points, and right. you just stuck. You just pretty much went chalk, 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 chalk. Okay, fair enough. Whatever, you know. We'll see who got to uh, do what you got to do. Yeah, man. we'll see who's getting the fantasy trophy that I uh, currently making. Not really, but uh, you have a fantasy trophy. Yes, it's no, I don't. Sorry, guys. Sorry yeah, to get your hopes up. All right, but points standings for EU and NA. Um, 
discuss this real quick before we get into our picks. SK Gaming at the top with 30. G2 not far behind, 26. Salty with 16. Mouse with 15. Fnatic with 14. Dynasty with 12. Calamity and Clash with 2. Over in North America, we have Rogue at the top with 24. TSM and Cloud9 right behind uh, with 23. Hollywood Hammers with 19. Tribe with 15. Nova with 14. Gangstars with 1. And then Tempo with 0. So, uh, pretty close race for both regions, especially with uh, NA having, uh, you know, pretty much, obviously we have 16 points on the board. A lot of teams are still in reach of that first place spot. Um we can start with uh, our Europe picks, though. Our... I have a question. All right, here we. Let me hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we only have two weeks left in the season, how do you guys feel about the new challenger? Um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Format challenge. Yeah, the challenge new challenger battle. format. The fact that they only have two teams going to challengers now, and the fact that it's done at the end of the season instead of in the middle so i like the fact that hmm i don't i, th I think I, i'm okay with only having two teams considering where the scene's at right now i think if anyone else goes to challengers besides gangstars and tempo to be honest it's kind of boring to watch we see Nova Esports at the bottom, quote unquote, if that would be the three teams at the bottom. And I'm, I really don't see Nova belongs nowhere in challenge battles. Um, but being at the end of both splits, I don't think it changes much. I don't know. I, I, I really can't answer that. I don't know if it's going to have a big impact, to be honest. Crew, do you have anything at all? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Why? I know you have an opinion on this belligerent, so let's let's hear what you're gonna say on this. <laughs> I was actually just curious because it just popped in my head, but I like the fact that there's only two, even though this season is kind of the wrong season to get it right. Right. Uh, but at least I think they finally got it got it right because they kept running into the issue. Like spring season, we had Immortals at the live championships, even though. Everybody already knew they were a challenger team because they had already lost the challenge battles. Right. And then, so last season they changed it to the challengers are just in the middle of the season. That way they don't run into the same problems for lives. I think with just keeping it at two, you could even go back to having two challenge battles at the split and at the end. And then you don't have to worry about it at the live event because you're taking the top six teams. So seven and eight whether there's, you know, whether somebody loses and goes back to challengers or whatever doesn't isn't going to affect the live event outcome. So I don't have a I, I like that they got that changed. Hopefully they stick with it. Right. Um it's there's no live event at the end of the season, so it doesn't really matter. Right. As far as that goes, but at least they 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 kind of figured that part out. Um Initially, I liked having it at the end of the season, give a team an entire season to find that synergy, get things going, you know, get their feet underneath them. But it does have me wondering when you look at the standings and in NA, you have the two bottom teams have a combined one win in the entire season. Mm -hmm. I, I, it makes me wonder 
not that the challenger teams would have really had much opportunity to I was gonna say get their points because they would have been taking over zero points as where in the past you're always like you're getting even if it's not a lot you're getting three or four or five um but i wonder if it brings some more intrigue to the season and this season i think i don't remember the the past two seasons that well off the top of my head but it feels like if we had had challenge battles in the middle of the season there may be even more intrigue to these seasons if these challenger teams could bring a little challenge to the teams that had to play them as opposed to having two teams that are almost instant wins i don't know i just i still don't know if i feel confident enough in teams like i to be honest i haven't followed um challengers that closely i know the kardashians have been thrown around a lot with uh marto on it but like you know just echo fox and nrg throwing out the two bigger names like i just don't know if i see those teams coming in at all and having any type of competition with the yeah, well, current but like top energy energy and echo fox weren't even in the top three in challengers okay yeah i would say vision what? gaming it was i'm watching the it was right yeah now. it was vision and the kardashians and vision at least feels like a pretty solid team with cause PVP and standing uh, shaded talent. Oh, okay. Like I think shaded talent is probably going to, if, if they don't make it up in challengers, I think shaded talent will definitely either get picked up during the off season or be picked up when five E five rolls around. Cause he's a very solid captain. Now, I've always said, and I will say it even you know here now. There's a completely different uh, skill set that you're facing in challenge battles compared to VG8. But yeah. I think that from what I've seen, Shaded Talent is a very solid captain. So I think he'll find his way, if not with Vision Gaming, he'll find his way onto a roster eventually. I don't know what his contract situation is with Vision, but there, you know. So you have Vision Gaming and you have the Kardashians uh, who, you know, Kardashians have Stormy Cross who had a really good showing when he was on Rogue and had to fill in mm-hmm. last season. That was the that was the sub that beat TSM when Rogue first entered the VG8. It's Black Feathers OP. Right? Yeah. So, you know, they have some pretty solid players. So I just I'm. I'm just wondering, like, if you go back and you look at some of the matches that Gangstars and Tempo Storm have played since uh since the split i'm just curious if some of those teams that had to face gangstars and tempo storm and i believe that we i I know we faced at least one of them i think we faced tempo Tempo. storm was it tempo storm yeah we no it was gangstars we faced tempo storm i think week three right before the split yeah, we played Tempo Storm before the split, oh, okay. but we played Gangstars coming out of the split. I'm not saying either of those challenger teams could have beat us. I just wonder if, you know, there might have been more of a challenge. And then when you talk about, let's see, Tempo played Hollywood Hammers first week of split two. You know, does the Kardashians or Vision give Hammers a, a little more trouble than Tempo? You know, things like that. So I just wonder if having a challenge battle 
midseason again would have, you know, maybe those teams can't get the points to actually, you know, try for a world spot, obviously. But can they shake up the standings and make it a little harder for some of those teams to get that world spot? When do you think it's appropriate for Vainglory 8 to become Vainglory something else, as in adding more teams? Oh, see, I... I don't know that there's I don't I don't think that there is a time right. just yet. Yeah. Because I mean if you if you think about it, we are already struggling to have eight solid teams that constantly compete. Right? In the past seasons we've had TSM Cloud 9 so far above everybody else. Everybody's just playing for third. This season we have, you know, it's pretty it's pretty tight. Uh, one through six, but then you have tempo and gangstars that just haven't even showed up yet. So I think it's so difficult just to get eight quality teams. And then when you're talking five V five is more than likely going to hit the competitive scene next year. Right. If not the first season, probably not the first season because they're not even releasing it until world. So yeah. it wouldn't make sense for it to be the first season, but maybe the second season of the year. Now you're talking about having to add 16 more quality players just to field starting rosters, never mind the subs. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm really scared that when we go 5v5, it's going to be like three teams and then the rest are just flummoxed. Kind of like what um, we had in the beginning of 3v3. All we had was... right. You know, or I mean, you could even say kind of like what we had earlier in spring and summer season yeah. where it was TSM cloud nine. And then, you know, the rest didn't really, you know, the rest were just trying to make it to the live event, but, you know, didn't really have a chance, which in fairness, some of those teams, including Gangstars, when I was there and then you look at tribe who was immortals in L.A., they just make it to the live event and then they actually show up. Yeah. So I just, I'm, you know, I'm really scared about what 5v5 is going to, going to do to the pro scene, at least initially. I hope, especially having heard that uh, Arena of Valor is getting uh, delayed as far as being released to North America, I hope that we see vainglory get some footing from the 5v5 and bring more players we have in. to like it's getting close to the point where that it's just 5v5 has to give us that extra boost i feel like yeah and there's there's still things that we don't know about 5v5 like it's gonna bring obviously a whole different dynamic but it opens the door for like specialists right mm -hmm. i don't need you to be great in team fights but i need you to be able to hold a lane that's it to where we don't have to just hold the lane farm push a turret you know make sure that the rest of our team can focus on everything else right you could have a lane specialist as where in 3v3 you have to be good at almost everything yeah. right a laner not only has to be good at farming but they have to be good at their rotations. They have to be good at team fights. They have to be, you know, all of that stuff. You know, junglers have to be good at their their rotations, 
their farming doesn't matter because they're usually uncontested and they have to be good at ganking. Well, in 5v5, you're going to see specialists come in to where I don't know exactly what, but you know, a player who can just hold a lane and not give up turrets will be insanely valuable to a team. So there might be one of those players down in challengers right now who can just hold a lane, can outfarm everybody and play smart to where they're not getting ganked, they're not getting overwhelmed, can occasionally hold a, a 1v2 situation and just protect that lane. So the other four members of their team can do all the team fighting, can do the rotations, things like that, as where that doesn't necessarily translate to 3v3. Yeah. I mean, you so may... we don't know. Yeah, we don't know how that's going to affect it yet, but I still worry about how many players of at pro level competition can teams find. Crude thoughts? Uh, how do I follow that up? Okay. That's my thought. <laughs> I mean, you know, in 5v5, like like Belligerent was saying, like team fights are still going to be important, but like maybe that fifth player, like his small mistakes he makes in a team fight won't be as impactful if he if that player does make a mistake. Like just, you know, in 3v3, if one player oversteps and gets taken out, now it's, you know, 3v2 is going to be even harder. But in league, we see plenty of team fights go away the way of a team that is, you know, down members just because there's still so much that can happen out of those those that comp. So, I mean, yeah, you may see players that aren't necessarily best Chuck and A who can team fight, who can farm, who can do everything perfect but at least they can get one of it down. So, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. And we've, we've heard Vainglory say 5v5 is going to be up to the community and up to the players and what they want. So we're probably not going to see 5v5 immediately in competitive. It's going to take some time to make sure the competitive scene is ready for it because it's not just going to be, let's just, I mean, Tribe has released their 5v5 roster. I'm not sure why, but I guess just to get the hype started. They did? I saw that on their Twitter, they were like, our 5v5 roster. And it honestly could be a troll because Chief Pat was in the list. So I just wasn't really, I don't know. I was really confused. But yeah, on their Twitter, when 5v5 was first announced to like sign up early access, Tribe went out and tweeted like, our 5v5 roster. Huh. So I got That I could know. just be like the roster they're planning on playing during early access. Yeah. I, I don't I, know. I wonder if I can go find it. But, um,. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot that's going to happen. I'm excited. Hopefully we can go into like the new year with a lot of stuff that's going to go down in Vanglory and it's not just going to be uh, yeah. Did I I'll miss just... something? About what? What? Well, I didn't know if this was the 5v5 podcast or if this was our uh, prediction episode for this week because I definitely did not prepare for the 5v5 episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, well, I just brought up a question. Thought you know we might give our listeners a little conversation to listen to. Okay, so I think fair it's, enough. Hey, I'm going back to my tribe thing. I think it's definitely a troll because they said we're stoked to release our new roster for when Fabi Five releases, and they said T Tigers, Darkest Zio, Max Green, Excelsior, and Chief Pat. So hey, you never know. Maybe Chief Pat's practicing behind the scenes. That's all of Immortals. <laughs> yeah. Well, all of tribe. Oh, sorry. Yeah, oh, well, all of yeah. tribe. Okay, well, gotta get so gotta sorry. give their org the right shout out. Don't call them mortals. Mortals isn't paying them anymore. Ugh, uh, I'm so sorry, guys. I'll delete that. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, delete that. 
No free ads. All right, we ready? No free ads. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think Belligerent, right. uh, the other conversation we can start on another episode subject that we have started writing down is the unknown players in um, Challengers. So we could just go through hours of Challengers tape and figure out who's the next big player for 5v5. So we could do that later too. Yeah, when we struggle finding time to record the two podcasts that we do. I mean, come on, we'll figure That's it out. That's why I had to throw it in the middle of this podcast. True. <laughs> this is a good time to do a little more in-depth conversation just because uh, we have extra time today. But in, all right, let's 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 at least do EU, and then maybe we can have another break and talk about something else. Um, EU's first matchup right away. We got a good one. Uh, SK Gaming versus Fnatic. Uh, Fnatic is a team that recently had a little um, behind the scenes change with the coach leaving. Fnatic may be out just to play Vanguard, just to have fun. Uh, they did get that first win last week against Dynasty. SK did drop to G2. I think SK is here to secure their world spot this week. Uh, so I have SK Gaming. Uh, yeah, I'm going with SK Gaming over Fnatic as well. I just think that they need to get right. Uh, you know, they they have to get some points this weekend before they start letting G2 get too close to them. They're so, four points uh, behind, too late. Yeah, well, they can get even closer, as in, like, passing them, so, you know. <laughs> okay. So, I'm going with SK on this one. So, I'm going a, I'm to... A give you a little insider information kind of kind of reveal something on the podcast drum roll please <laughs> since you brought it up and we haven't we haven't announced it yet because i'm still waiting on graphics to announce it but since it's kind of my thing and i'm kind of in charge of it i can yeah i'm allowed to say it whatever i want but we actually picked up fanatics coach to uh help our support staff nice uh yeah, so Kigaza is now part of Nova. Um, Breaking news. So, any, so anybody who listens to this podcast will know that before we announce it on Twitter. Or anything. So giving him a shout out. Uh, so SK versus Fnatic. Oh, that's so tough. Because Fnat- Fnatic pulled a Fnatic last week. <laughs> they looked godly in their, in their day one match. Like, that is the Fnatic that I am, like... I want to see that fanatic all the time. Yeah. That was one of the things like when I applied for the fanatic job, that was one of the things that excited me about that team is just because when they do their macro rotations, the way they do, they did. And when, you know, they focus on getting crystal centuries and gold mines and stuff like that. And then in day two, they just kind of, you know, whatever they went back to being that inconsistent fanatic. So, Oh, it's hard. And then SK, you don't know how they're going to handle the loss. Some teams buckle under pressure. Yeah. And I feel a little bit like that was what SK did last week. Because, I mean, let's face it. They they beat G2. They beat Fnatic in the second round. They're going to Worlds. Like, that's all you had to do was win four games. And you were going to Worlds guaranteed last week. And they come out and get swept we're talking about the team that has correct me if i'm wrong with no except for week one of split 2k but they have they at that point had won three out of four of the weeks 
and now suddenly they get swept in the first round. So I'm curious, especially now that G2 pulled so close, only four games away. I wonder how SK is going to respond here. You make a good point, too. What's that? Because, like, well, I just, like, I I got to thinking about it. Like, you never know how, like, the players are behind the scene, how tilted Kavalafar might be, because, like, we've seen him in live championships and stuff, and (laughs) through multiple different people, I mean, well, we know that Rafe used to be very tilted, too, but he's no longer with them. But I just kind of wonder how the communication is right now, and, like, if he's not getting along with teammates, possibly, you know, that could be a thing. Yeah, I just I I don't you know what gut is telling me to go with fanatic, so I'm picking fanatic. Ugh. <laughs> the other thing I want to bring up real quick before we move on is we've seen SK you know kind of basically struggle since the whole two point nine switch, and it could just be that Tyrus. I mean, does he is his alpha strong? I I you know this is just something I'm throwing out there. Just maybe. Tyrus and the whole you know mix between the teammates aren't as strong right now in 2.9 you know some players just don't play as well on certain patches and it could just be G2's patch to play well see when I think of Tyrus or Tyrus or however you pronounce his name Tyrus sorry I don't know you you always pronounce it like he's a kangaroo everybody else pronounces it Tyrus I don't know (laughs) (laughs) what you you remind me of Rue from Winnie the Pooh when you oh, call him Tyrus. Okay. Uh, Gosh, that's another Moby Dick reference I didn't get. <laughs> Are you guys seriously too young for Winnie the Pooh? No, I no. just I just didn't realize that's who that was. Um, but when I think of him, I think Crystal Kestrel. I think Samuel. I think mages right that's what i think when i think of him so no i don't think of alpha i don't think of cruel i don't think of all of those things so Mm -hmm. that could be where it's at i don't know i really don't you know i don't have any kind of insight into sk just gut is telling me that fanatic's gonna pull this one off yeah, game one's going to tell us a lot about how that uh, weekend for EU is going to go. Second matchup is Clash vs. Calamity Reborn. Uh, you know, it's just kind of hard for me to go with Calamity Reborn right now. Uh, they do have, you know, names on that team that are have played well in the past, but with you know with how Clash did last weekend, uh, I think Clash will pick up uh, two full points in this this first matchup for them. Uh, how many points does Clash have? One, two. Oh, they do have two. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't know. Your Reborn has to. Yeah, it's potato, potato, like, I don't know, flip a quarter and go with it because these teams are the bottom two teams easily. And so I'm going to go with Calamity. And I have no other rhyme or reason why, but um, Clash hasn't done very good all season and they've been together all season. So what's their laner's name? uh Apfel. yeah Apfel. i like Apfel. Apfel. he's always been a fun player to watch so that's what i was trying to think of but i think Apfel's a pretty good player honestly yeah well, they he have was... good players on the team they're just not getting along or the synergy's not there or something well they just well, started recently together yeah i mean they've been together for a season now no, no they leon they was used to the be leon. leon for calamity for calamity 
No, for calamity. Oh, for clash. You're asking who the laner for clash is. No, we were just I talking. To- no, I was definitely asking who the laner for calamity was. We answered oh, Alpha. My bad. That's I definitely Crew's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I All think right. it's uh, Mercilles is the laner for clash, right? Yes, that's or yeah, sneaky. No, is sneaky the no sneaky salty potatoes. Oh, you're right. Oh, you're right, salty right. potatoes. Okay. All right. Anyways. Yeah. So, all right. Wow. How interesting, in in maybe a bad way, but how interesting is it that in the same week in both regions, we get to see the bottom two teams face each other? Yeah. Because we have Gangstars and Tempo Storm over in NA this right. week also. That's so it, it's the bads. Um, Clash Calamity, God. It's like Crew said, it's just flip a coin. But, you know, I'm going to go with Calamity here just because I feel like I've seen more flashes than I have Clash. So I'm just, I'm going to go with Calamity. All right. Calamity it is. Two, uh, two Calamity against my one Clash. Uh, third matchup, back to kind of. Uh, this is actually an interesting one. Dynasty versus Salty. Do you guys know why this is interesting? Yes. yes. Okay, good. I didn't know if I was going to be doing some breaking news. But uh, Mowgli has decided there is a new game out by Hi-Rez Studios, I believe. Um, it is the card version strategy game of um, Smite, the kind of first-person 5v5 uh, MOBA out there. But anyways, he started playing it early on. Smite is not a first-person. Well, it's not like overhead, like above. No, yeah, view. it's 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 more like third third person, person shooter. yeah, shooter. Sorry, that's what I kind of meant. Um, but anyways, he started playing that early on. I remember him tweeting about the hand of gods early on. But he's, I guess, have gotten good enough to where he thinks it's worth uh, competing in those tournaments over Vainglory. So he said, like, he doesn't think he's gonna play this weekend. But if like something works out and that he can, he will. But to me, I think he's out for this weekend, which I think that makes a big difference. Um, Salty went to the finals last week. I don't know if that's a fluke or not. So just with the unknown for Dynasty, I mean, it's kind of rough. Rekimeza and PT Lamb, you know, they're pretty good players. So it just kind of a, it kind of sucks for them. But I'm going to pick with Salty just because I think based off last week's performance and Dynasty, you know, who knows? I don't even know who their, their sub-captain would be, but I'm going to go with Salty. Yeah, I am also going with Salty as well. Not only are they losing Mowgli as a, you know, a good captain and a good player, but I mean, I believe he was one who kind of, you know, made the shot calls, made the decisions to do objective taking, stuff like that. So uh, bringing in someone new or having to replace that mid-season, you know, from one week to the next could be difficult. And I don't know if the synergy will really be there. So, yeah. And then also not to mention, you know, Salty did go to the finals, like Endless said last week. So... For me, it's gonna be salty potatoes moving on. Yeah, I was I saw that on Twitter today. I was kind of hoping you guys didn't so I could pull that one out. But... <laughs> <laughs> Apparently the subs for Dynasty are really good at cooking. I don't know if they're good at being captain. Did and you if say any... good at cooking? Yes. Because here here's their subs names for this split. Chef I don't even know how to say that. L A C H A U-D. Oh, I see. Shod <laughs> and Chef Capital. Okay, so they got a little chef in there. So names. both of their subs are chefs. Huh. 
I think, and I have said this before, I think Mowgli is very underrated as a captain. If you watched him at the LA finals, the like in their first match, I think it was their first series. They played against a Kroll and with his crucible, he was blocking just about every from hell's heart that came out, including one that came out point blank from a bush. I don't know how he blocked it. I really don't. (laughs) But Mowgli, I think, is one of the probably easily the most underrated captain in EU. And I think it's really going to hurt. Yeah. I don't remember the tweet word for word, but I thought he said that he was definitely not playing this weekend. Here, I'll, sh- uh, I'll pull it up real quick. But in the comments, I was reading the comments, and um, he said, someone will play instead of me, except if I can be present, but that should not be the case. So base- basically saying someone else is going to play for him, but if he can be present, but he said that's not going to be the case, most likely. Okay, I didn't read the comments. So... Yeah, I'm going with salty potatoes. The chefs are not going to be cooking potatoes. The potatoes are cooking the chefs this week. Boom. Drop drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last match at, uh, matchup, Mouse versus uh, G2. Kind of glad Mouse wasn't in the last one, so we weren't hearing anything about chefs cooking up mice. That would have been uh, a little more interesting <laughs> analogy there. But uh, uh, Mouse versus G2, you know, G2 is going to be cooking up some mice. There, I'll... I'll Pull belligerent. Uh, Except for mine actually made sense. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with Mouse Sports. I know G2. They've been really good here lately, and they're definitely making their comeback. But uh, I'm gonna. You know, we had talked about. I don't know if it was a week or two ago, but like how good Mouse Sports did. I think it was two weeks ago, and that like if they kept doing that, we'd believe in them, and we would see them do better, and then we'll start to believe in them. I don't know if that really made sense, but we're going to go with it. Uh, but I think that they get back on track this week, especially day one. No weapon uh, power, uh, Grace? Yeah, I mean, if they don't screw that crap up, then I think they'll be a lot better. If they can do some more uh, meta picks, and I definitely don't think weapon power Grace is meta in 2.9. But, you know, Leon likes to pull stuff out of certain places, so we'll see. We'll see what they do. But I'm going to go with Mouse Sports. You never know which Mouse Sports is going to show up. So I kind of said this when we talked about the first match this week where I wasn't sure how SK was going to respond. G2, on the other hand, I feel is very good at responding to adversity. We've seen it numerous times last season when they had the struggles with uh, Potato dealing with his school stuff and then they went to Challengers. They responded. They fought their way out of Challengers. Actually, I think they scored the highest in Challengers, if I recall correctly. And now we see them back up at the top, challenging SK when everybody thought SK was going to run away with it. So I am going to go with G2 over Mouse. I'm still not convinced of Mouse and their consistency because of... I'm not putting the blame on Leon, but because Leon has joined the roster now, they're trying all these weird things. I don't know if a week is enough time to get that in order, if that's even the direction they're trying to go. I just don't know. And when you take I'm the Doom, who 
I think from at least from what I've heard is generally thought of as the best jungler in EU. If if not the best, then he's you know number two in most people's list. And now you're putting him in the lane. And I think he's had some decent results there, but still it's yeah, what what Mouse is doing is just weird. And I said it in the beginning, even though they, they won the first week in split two, that if they didn't find that consistency, if they didn't decide who's playing where, I didn't think it was gonna work. We saw that come to fruition last week. So I'm sticking with it. Uh that theory I and that coupled with G two responding to adversity well you know i mean we're talking about the first and only eu team not counting team queso the only eu team to beat an na team in a live event i'm going with you too especially because uh potatoes characters are finding their way back in the meta right uh, alpha and things like that so g2 over mouse all right, so then moving on to day two with all of our picks. My first uh, matchup is SK versus Clash. Clash, obviously, um, like we had talked about at the bottom, uh, I really think SK is going to come out strong this week. I just don't see them wanting to wait till week four to, you know, maybe have a bad week and then and lose this world spot, world spot that I thought they had locked up. So I'm going with SK. I really need Tyrus to... Uh, you know, just just figure out what heroes you can play well in 2.9, and just try to try to get back as that dominating that dominating jungler in EU that he uh, used to be. Yeah, I am. I have SK against Calamity, and uh, I mean, obviously, you got SK as a powerhouse and Calamity, who only has two points. So, I think this is a pretty easy pick for this one. Uh, I'm gonna go with SK. So I have the correct pick, which is Fnatic against Calamity. <laughs> right. Which is kind of tough for me because Fnatic seems to really forget how to play on day two. But I think even if they forget how to play, they're still going to beat Calamity. So I'm going Fnatic over Calamity. All right. My second uh, semifinal is Salty versus G2. Uh, this was the finals of last week. G2 beat them 2-1. to one. Salty actually did a pretty good job against them, uh, but I think G2 continues uh, continues winning. They do get to the championship this uh, third weekend, so I do have G2. Dark Potato is going to continue to carry, uh, and they'll make it to the finals this week. So my next matchup, my semifinal two, is Salty against Mouseboards. Um, this one was a tough one for me. Uh, as well as Salty did do last week, and then what we've seen from Mouse Sports. Uh, like I said earlier, I think that hopefully the better Mouse Sports shows up for this week, so this should be a really good matchup. I'm actually going to go with Salty, though, uh, to make it to the championship over Mouse Sports. Uh, I just think K-Last and those guys, they're playing really good right now, so I'm going to go with Salty. It's actually all said as one word, classed. Just for the record. K last class, it's, it's all the same thing. <laughs> Tyrus, Tyrus, you know. <laughs> potato, potato, tomato, tomato. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. Anyways, so mine is G2 versus Salty. Uh, I'm going with G2 over Salty. Uh, what I'm really looking forward to is G2 either at least pulling even with, if not passing SK. 
And then next week we're going to have SK and G2 in the semifinals, probably to decide who goes to Worlds. All right. So my finals then. Let's do our finals. Obviously mine is SK versus G2. Um, I'm going to continue to say it. I think SK has to secure or get a little more comfortable lead. Obviously, it's going to be hard to if G2 does make it to the finals as well. They'll be getting close to just as many points. So they'll be sticking right behind them. But I have SK getting those extra last few points. Uh, I have SK winning. Um, right, Belligerent? Didn't you say that like even if SK does just get to the finals and they kind of secure it? That was last week oh, because was, they okay. faced G2. Oh, okay, okay. So if they had if they had beat G2 in round one and they made it finals, they locked in their world spot. All right. I'm not sure of the math right now off the top of my head. Okay. Uh, well, if they if they get if they win the finals, especially if they win it against G two, but if they win the finals this week, that puts them six points ahead. If they if they do what you say is going to happen and beat uh, G two, assuming they sweep G two, so it'll put them five or six points ahead, which could come very close to making next week irrelevant. But I don't think it locked because there's eight points available next week. So G2 and G2 would have to go through SK. So let me see if I da, 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 da. it would depend on how SK like I don't think SK can lock it up this week unless G2 doesn't uh doesn't get out of day one. But if G2 makes the finals then it's going to go to next week to figure out who wins. Yeah, I have a feeling it's going to go all the way to the fourth week, which I'm fine with. That'll make it for uh, make it even more exciting. But I'm going to stick with SK. I think Tyrus, Tyrus, sorry, Tyrus. I'm going to go with Tyrus. I don't want to bring Winnie the Pooh into this. Uh, I think Tyrus. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm saying that right now. I actually feel uncomfortable saying Tyrus. I think he's going to get back with uh, the heroes that are more meta and have a better weekend this this upcoming weekend. So I got SK. All right, so my championship matchup is SK against Salty. Um, uh, I mean, I listened to you guys talk about maybe making it come down to the fourth week. That sounds amazing. So maybe I should go with Salty so they don't get these extra points, but I'm actually going to go with <laughs> SK. But, yeah, so I'm going with SK for my championship. They're going to win this week. They're going to get right. Get right? Is that it? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it took me a minute to realize oh. that get right was the actual statement. I was waiting for something else to <laughs> no, come there. They're just um, going to get right. Just, if it plays out the way that Crude says it's going to play out, where G2 loses in round one and SK gets to the finals, I believe it's over. doesn't matter whether Salty yeah. or SK wins. Because SK making the finals will give them six more points. If G2 loses in the first round, the most they could get is one. So then you're talking about a nine point lead, which makes which would lock it lock in worlds for SK. My finals, however, is Fnatic versus G2. And I'm gonna go with G2. I just haven't seen Fnatic go through three games consistently this season. Like they did last season, I don't believe that they can pull it together now. So, uh, G2 over Fnatic. All right, so our finals are set to SK, 1G2. Um, two teams I think probably are the strongest right now. 
I'm pretty comfortable saying that either of those teams, uh, I would be happy to see them in the world. So I think they would do a great job representing EU. But our third place matchups, mine is Salty versus Clash, I believe. Yep, Salty versus Clash. Uh, I'm going to go with Salty in that third place matchup. So for my third place, I got Calamity versus Mouse Sports. And uh, pretty easily, I'm going to go with Mouse Sports over Calamity. Yeah, mine is Calamity versus Salty, and I'm going to go with Salty. All right, so that is our uh, EU picks. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how EU turns out, as always. Uh, I'll be interested to see. We have a lot of different picks between all of us across the board, so someone will definitely be getting uh, more points than uh, everyone else. So it'll be a pretty exciting weekend. Over in NA, it's going to be just as exciting, though. We have... All the great teams uh, matching up against each other. Tempo versus Gangstars. That match is going to be so exciting. I already know that's probably going to be Belligerent's match to watch. Maybe not. He did mention last week that uh, he was only going to pick it maybe if it was they had both had zero points. So we'll have to see. I don't want to spoil it. I'll have to see what Belligerent in, ends up going with for his match to watch. But uh, right off the bat, I think if this is how the, the stream schedule actually ends up is cloud nine versus tsm that's at least what i have written down for my first matchup so cloud nine yeah versus... cloud nine versus TM tsm who's off stream is it the tempo gangstars uh, no off stream is try with nova this is outrageous okay whatever um... that's ridiculous <laughs> we're actually off stream for the next two weeks so okay okay uh okay so cloud nine versus tsm uh, breaking news. I do have another breaking news statement. I'm going to read this in Vonsi's voice just because if you follow, if you've ever followed TSM, follow any of their, the vlogs that Flash did, you know, Vonsi is a pretty hilarious person. Definitely talks. So he did tweet out about 10 minutes ago. This oh is, my God, this is going to be, this is going to be a trade wreck. <laughs> I, I'm obviously re, we're recording this on a Wednesday night. So this is Wednesday. He says, uh, he, this is, he also has a picture of himself. So that's new. Vonsi posted a selfie, but he says, Still under pain the whole time, but I will be playing this weekend's. Thanks for all the asking. That means a lot. Medicine allergy is explicit. So, uh, you know, he says basically he's in a lot of pain, but he's playing this weekend. Thanks for everyone caring. And the medicine, he had a allergic reaction to the medicine, and that is that <laughs> sucks, basically. That does suck. So I'm glad Vonsi's back. Hopefully he's back in like in the right mind for this weekend because that's going to be huge. He's playing Cloud9. He's playing I Love Joseph old school and gave uh, three of some of the best players. They've been struggling. They've been uh, they got past Nova and week or day one. They struggled in day two last week. They haven't been able to get back to the finals. I really am going to go with what I kind of said in EU. I think TSM needs to get the win this week in order to just get ahead, to get that world spot, you know, that even first place kind of locked up. So I got TSM. I think Bonsi's back big. Uh, yeah, so for me as well, uh, I'm going with TSM over C9. Uh, I really don't have much of an explanation for it other than, yeah, like what you kind of touched on with Bonsi being back uh they need the points and uh i think they're gonna do it i think they're gonna take down c9 first week or first day cloud nine versus tsm to me tsm feels like the new england patriots of football they just always manage to find a way and i also think that's the reason that von c is playing this week because 
Like if TSM had already locked up Worlds, Vonsi's right. probably not playing this week. Oh no. <laughs> but T I mean TSM is in the fight for their life right now. Rogue is ahead of them. So I think TSM's gonna come out swinging. I think they're going to win pretty convincingly against Cloud9, maybe another like mobile masters type thing. And I think that yeah, TSM over Cloud9. Alright, so we got three TSMs for Starless Off. The off stream game that we had talked about is Tribe vs. Nova. Um, Nova, like I had mentioned, they played Cloud9 uh, last week. They did go to the best of three. Yes, best of three. Um, Tribe went up against Rogue in the semifinals uh, of last week as well. That was a great matchup. I don't, I'm going with Tribe. I think if T-Tigers is my player to watch almost in this matchup, just because I think right now Truth is uh, the person that will um, maybe just do something crazy and carry for Nova if they do get that win. I really need to see T-Tigers step it up in the jungle, shut down Lone Delphi. Uh, but I just, I'm trying to get some points here, so I think Tribe's going to win. So I'm going with Tribe over Nova as well. Sorry, Belligerent. I know that pained you, but uh, <laughs> not no, anything. You guys just need points because you're scared of losing to me. So you know I have. I'm picking Nova. So that's why you're going opposite. <laughs> that's all this really is. You, yeah, I mean that you're you're not wrong. He so. knows how we feel. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no Tribe. I mean Zio against Truth in the lane is going to be a crazy matchup to watch. Uh, I mean, I guess I can say that exact same thing about the jungle with T-Tigers against Delphi. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I have to give the slight edge to Tribe. I want to give it to Nova. They've been playing good this season. But uh, Tribe is kind of, I felt like they've kind of, you know, caught their stride. Most recently, I feel like Tribe has been playing better, yeah. that that's That, that was, I was trying to put that through in my head. Like, Tribe has caught their stride. I mean, yeah, okay. it's just stride is what you're looking for. Well, you're yeah, still rhyming, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. No more All right, rhyming. Anyway. So, yeah, I got tribe over Nova. I almost said I got tribe over stride. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Oh, and the professionalism continues. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, I'm going Nova over tribe. There's no secret to that. Oh, see. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah. Tribe is a very tough team, uh, but yeah, it's 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 it just is what it is. Crude, we crude, we could be screwed here because uh, Kigaza. Did I pronounce it right? Yeah. Okay, so if he's in the mix, like maybe he takes over drafts, and now instead of belligerent drafting, like now they're gonna have good uh, drafts because like key guys yes. that may take over. So we're probably screwed actually. You're like so right. like they Is got it too late to change. They got like a right. they got a new yeah. support person in there. You're right cuz Kigaza has a winning record against me. <laughs> yeah, you hey, never know. Hey, Blizzard, you yourself don't fire shots at your own teammates. You yourself has said that when a team picks up someone new like that, they always come out the next week somehow playing well. So, I don't know. It could yeah, be yeah, a big no, no, for Nova. I, I'm not firing shots at my teammate. We picked him up for a reason. I mean, I like I like his thought process. I like the way he thinks. Uh, but you want to fire shots at my draft strategy? <laughs> <laughs> no, in all Come serious on. though, this 
I just, I really am just now remembering that. And I was obviously being sarcastic about my comments, but this could be actually pretty big for Nova. I'm actually kind of interested to see how he changes uh, things behind the scenes. Obviously, not everyone gets to see, hear behind the scenes like Creed and I do with, you know, talking to Belligerent, but it'll be interesting. So oh for our third match, this is hype. This <laughs> is my match to watch. Um, Hammers versus Rogue. Uh, you know, these players like to chip at each other back and forth. They like to do some Twitter you know, trolling, you know, it's just, it's, I, I know both teams want to destroy the other team, like plain and simple. If I'm going to put it either way, um, me personally, I don't see the point of hammers getting more points and getting closer to first place. Uh, obviously I did just write a whole blog on it. If starting all over, can't even travel internationally, then what's the point? Uh, there is no point. I think it kind of makes zero sense. So I really just want to see Rogue win. I want to see Rogue try to either get first or continue making a good um, explanation for why they maybe deserve a wild card spot in Worlds. And that's my honest opinion. So I got Rogue. All right, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Rogue over Hammers on this one. Yeah, this is that's a, all I got to say. Belligerent. Another situation, uh, kind of like I mentioned in EU. Uh, I just I feel like Rogue handles pressure well, and Hammers doesn't necessarily. So I'm gonna go with Rogue over Hammers. Not that it matters for points, but I will throw the caveat in there. I'm very interested to see who's jungling for Rogue. True. I think, like I think this is a much closer match if Pawn is in instead of Sibs. They've been performing much better with Sibs for whatever reason. If if Pawn is back in the lineup, maybe they struggle a little bit. I don't know. But I, I think Rogue uh, pulls it out over Hammers. Yeah, the scary thing is that you know, starting can play you know one of two ways. You can just play out of his mind and carry, or uh, even Status has been playing better. So starting Hammers altogether has been looking much better. So that's going to be uh, – I think that's going to be a great matchup. Last matchup. For well, and day. don't be surprised – if Hammers takes the first match and then Rogue comes back that's, with the reverse. That's very, very true because obviously Rogue has a... I would like to know their statistics on losing the first match but then still winning. But, yeah, that would be interesting to, to to find out what that stat is. I'm going to... It feels like it's every game they play. Yeah, it's pretty close, I feel like. Last matchup, though, I don't know if... We may have a lot to talk about it. This could be an actually an insane matchup. It could be one of the most intense best of threes we've ever seen. Tempo Storm versus Gangstars. Gangstars is clearly the better, better team. They do have one point. Tempo has zero. Um, I just got to go with Gangstars. You know, I want them to have three points. I want them to uh, get to the semifinals and see Gangstars' names in the semifinals uh, once again like we have in the past. So I got Gangstars in this matchup. Zeno needs to carry. No, you're all wrong. Uh, Tempo Storm all day. This is the start of the rise of Tempo Storm right here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they're going to take down Gangstars 2-0 and uh, move on to day two to just lose. But yeah. Right. <laughs> you don't agree, Blizzard? No, not at all. Um, like we just saw Gangstars almost like come within two minutes of beating Rogue in a series. I haven't oh. seen Tempo Storm come two minutes. Rogue was having fun. Every anybody. No, I'm talking game three. 
Um, yeah. Ro- when Rogue the game matters. Fun. No. Game one, two, and three. <laughs> but so here, here's what I here's what I have to look at. Um, I think that laners in this series is probably a push. Lulu and Gatsby. Uh, Gatsby probably has the higher ceiling for potential, so we could see him outplay Lulu. But Lulu over the weeks has been performing a lot better. Yeah. Tempo Storm probably has the advantage at Captain. Uh, I don't know which one of them is playing this week. Uh, I think that Playboy Afro will probably start from kind of what I've heard. Uh, And I think, and then you, so then you go to the jungle matchup and I think Zeno is a better jungler than Hyde. Hyde has his moments. Hyde has characters like Crystal Power Kestrel. Kestrel, that's it. Where he, where he looks like a god on, as long as Gangstars is smart enough to take the Kestrel away, um, <clears throat> we've already seen the Hyde versus Xenotech matchups in the past. And in my opinion, it was pretty convincing. And this season, the, I don't know what, I don't know the behind the scenes stuff with Tempo, but you know, we had all that stuff at the beginning of the season, like where was Hyde? Hyde wasn't even around. I'm not fully convinced that Hyde even wants to be there. Uh, in the past, we've seen Hyde have some pretty negative things to say about his team on Twitter, and I don't know if that is like legit how he feels or if he was trying to communicate something and just did it in the wrong way. Uh, but, you know, Gangstars looked really good last week going up against the first-place team. So Gangstars over Tempo Storm. All right, so... <clears throat> All right, so day two... Uh, my first matchup of the semifinals is TSM versus Tribe. I think uh, um, Von C, he's going to be playing Alpha a lot. He's going to be playing Alpha for, like fantastic. Probably it's on the top Alpha play we will see this weekend. So I have TSM over Tribe. I think that will go to a best of three. Dianzio will do his best. Uh, I'm sure he will play some, maybe some weapon power pedal. I just I think TSM is definitely uh, is going to win that matchup. They're getting to the finals this week. So yeah, my first semifinal is TSM against Tribe. Um, yeah, kind of ditto with what Endless said that you know Vonsi is back. Well, hopefully he's back. Hopefully his teeth are all right and he can use his fingers to play the game. Uh, <laughs> so shot at TSM and Von C. Please play this weekend. I just really want you to play this weekend so that you can get back to normal. But yeah, I got TSM over Tribe. And I have Nova over TSM. Alright, so next matchup is Rogue vs. Gangstars for me. Uh, Gangstars in the semifinals, who knows? This could just be the momentum they need. Uh, Lulu and Xeno could just come out swinging, come out firing on all cylinders. Could be a crazy matchup. Uh, but if I'm sticking with what I know, uh, Rogue will lose game one and then win the next two games easily to make it to the finals. Yeah, so my second uh, matchup, semifinal matchup, is Rogue versus Tempo. And, uh, I mean, it should be a pretty easy day for Rogue for that first semifinal match to make it to the championship match. I'm going to go with Rogue over Tempo. And I have Rogue and Gangstars. Um, 
as much as I would love to see it, and as much as last week makes me think it's a possibility, I just don't think that we see Gangstars make it to the finals this season. Uh, it just... Nothing has really... Other than their performance against Rogue, nothing else this season just makes you feel like Gangstars is pulling it together. So I got to go Rogue over Gangstars. All right, so then my final is TSM versus Rogue. Uh, this is a matchup we have seen before in the pa- uh, the past. I really do think this can go either way. Uh, I think Rogue is good enough to maybe take it this week, but I'm going to stick with TSM. I'm going to stick with the team that I think if they come out playing like the TSM, they uh, that won seven in a row at Mobile Masters, one that came into Split 2, uh, you know, playing some of the best Vanguard they've been playing in a while. I think TSM... Just had a little hiccup with Von C being out last week. I still think they're playing uh, the top angler right now, so I got TSM. So I have TSM versus Rogue. Um, you know, you watch all season long, we've been kind of hearing about, especially at the beginning of this season, we were hearing about how that Flash X might split some time with Lucky Bread. And you watch, this will be the week where it's a surprise and that Best Chuck and Von C pick Lucky Bread to play over Flash X, which would be insanely dumb in my opinion but you know knowing vanglory and the way that this stuff goes i i wouldn't i wouldn't doubt it uh so i'm right now i'm going with tsm as long as flash x is playing but if if uh lucky bread's in there all bets are off yeah if i had the same picks as you guys i would not pick tsm over rogue i however have nova versus rogue and this is going to be the week that we finally beat rogue yeah i mean i don't know rogue i i am interested like you had mentioned earlier belligerent is the difference between sibs and pawn i really do i think the wizard sibs he uh he's played he played alpha really well i think alpha's super strong i think his he's playing uh, some of those heroes pretty good right now but if pawn comes back and he uh maybe playing some of these jungle heroes just as strong obviously rhyme is still around and that's literally pawn's go-to so that would be interesting to see. That's, may, that could make a big difference for Rogue. But uh, my third place matchup is um, Gangstars versus Tribe. Uh, I have Tribe taking that. Uh, so my third place matchup is Tempo versus uh, Tribe, I believe. Yeah, sorry. Tempo versus Tribe. Uh, I have Tribe winning that as well. And mine is Gangstars versus TSM. And I'm saying TSM over Gangstars. All right, so then going into some of our hot takes, um, our players to watch, match to watch. I kind of already had alluded to both of mine, but my player to watch is Von C. I hope he comes back uh, better than ever after a week off of Vainglory. I mean, obviously probably not a week off of Vainglory like altogether, but at least... Uh, competitive Vainglory. So I think Von C needs to come back strong. I think he needs to be a, a big key to uh, TSM trying to uh, get the win this weekend. Well, go figure. My player to watch was Von C as well for pretty much the same reasons you picked. So I will go out on and just do this on the fly. I will say my player to watch will be Flash X. Uh, <laughs> kind of like what I was talking about, though, to see if it's Flash X or Lucky Bread. Which it should be Flash X. I you know I know nothing. I'm not saying anything, but 
I think that uh, we got to look and see how Flash X plays and see if he can help carry the team with Von C being sore from his surgery. I would say that after last week's showing, there's not a chance in hell they pick Lucky Brand over Flash. <laughs> I've seen crazier, crazier just things. Just my opinion. Uh, maybe if they had Worlds locked up, then maybe we see it, but I don't think we see it with it on the line. I mean, <clears throat> if you think about it, Flash wanted to retire how long ago, and he has simply stuck around because they haven't locked up their world spot, and you know they need him, so they're not suddenly going to change that. Just my opinion. However, my player to watch has absolutely nothing to do with the world's race, but my player to watch is Zeno. Ooh, because it's going to come down to Zeno versus Hyde and. Bostarm versus Gangstars match, and so it, it's 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 you know Zeno's one of my favorite players that I've ever worked with, uh, one of my favorite players to watch. Even though this season has been very painful, just because of you know his team, um, <clears throat> so Zeno is my player to watch this week. How can your player to watch be the most boring matchup of the week? Because Zeno's going to be the one to make the plays. Huh? Said Zeno's gonna be the one to make the plays. Oh wait, let me pick best Chuck so we just cover all of DSM because that's not boring at all. Hey, I told you he took Von C from me. Oh, that's not boring either. Uh, I'm sorry. No one asked <laughs> who the requirements for picking best player of the week. <laughs> Match to watch. Fair um. I think there's a lot of matches to watch. I should pick Tempo and Gangstars just to piss Bloodrun off. But uh, I'm going to go with Hammers and Rogue and be boring and basic because I think they have a big grudge. Players like to troll each other, and I think they all have a lot of... They're all pretty talented, so I think that's going to be a, a three-match game. I think it's going to be uh, probably some crazy drafts. I think Rogue will definitely try to focus on uh, maybe some Saul once again, and maybe Hammers will have to try to counter that away like they did uh, last last week. So I'm going with my... I'm, I'm actually changing it a little bit, but I'm going with three matches to watch. Uh, they're all anything tempo other than tempo and gangstars because the other three matches will be good Vanglory play that will be relevant to watch. So watch any of those three. Don't worry about tempo and gangstars. <laughs> Fair enough. Wow. <clears throat> um, so I was kind of leaning towards Hammer and Rogue, and that's probably the real match to watch because that's going to decide. At least it's going to decide Hammer season. Yeah, uh, Tribe and Nova is going to decide one of those those teams' season as well. Uh, if Rogue and or TSM make it to the finals, I'm pretty sure that ends the season for everybody who's not TSM and Rogue. Not counting Cloud9 because they don't count this season. Right. But I'm going to go, obviously, with the train wreck, which is going to be Tempo and Gangstars. And I think the thing to watch here isn't may not even necessarily be the match. But because it's the last match of the day, I want everybody to watch how many viewers drop off after the Hammers <laughs> and Rogue uh, match. Because... I'm not even sure I will watch Tempo and Gangstars, to be honest. 
if you look at how many times these, you look at the first three games. Well, I guess the where is the one off stream, so I guess it's only two games. But like we've been having so many best of threes. Like if the Vangler is already later in the night because of best of threes, yeah, I feel like the viewership may be uh, slowly falling off as the night goes on, going into tempo and gang stars. Yeah. Thoughts I th over <laughs> over in EU, unfortunately, EU fans and. Unfortunately for myself, because I usually get to watch more EU games than I do NA, but their last place versus last place match is the 330 match. So you have to watch it. <laughs> nice. I think Clash and uh, Calamity will be less of a train wreck than Tempo and Gangstars, personally. I just think EU always try. Basically, I think EU competes better. Oh, I, I completely. Well, I guess it depends. Depends on how you're defining train wreck. I think Clash versus Calamity is going to be god awfully boring. Uh, neither of those teams really bring anything exciting, in my opinion. But I think Tempo, but I, Tempo and Gangstars, primarily Gangstars, especially the way they showed against Rogue last week, and especially the way that they have just completely thrown, like being up 13 0 and still losing the game. There's going to be some some something to catch your attention. Might be good, might be bad, but there's going to be something different that happens in that match as where with Clash versus Calamity. I think it's just going to be challenger-level gameplay. Yep, it's going to be interesting to see. I think we have covered everything. We made a prediction episode into an hour hour and 10 minutes so that was pretty good we had a solid 20 first 20 minutes in the beginning with belligerent it's like hey guys i have a question i just thought of this off the top of my head next thing you know we talked for like 30 minutes so good. and somehow and i don't know what the final product looked like somehow it took less time to record this than it did our our recap episode our recaps go so long <laughs> i mean you have like a tons of matches to talk about recaps should go longer than prediction yeah. I don't know. You'd have to skip a lot of games to make your recap shorter than prediction. Nah, see, because <clears throat> recaps are, are are supposed to be that just kind of recap and like because everybody watched the match and predictions, there's stuff to speculate about, there's theories to talk about, there's a lot of people yeah. that listen to recaps did not watch the match. That's why they listened to the recaps to figure out what happened. Well, they're on from YouTube. Well, some people don't have time to have their phone in front of their face. They'd rather put earbuds in and listen. Gotcha. Well, I still think there's... Because, like, you go through a recap episode, there's at least several games each week that we don't talk about or that you go, yep, that's pretty much all I got to say about that. At least with predictions, it's, like, hypothetical you get to let your mind wander about what could happen. God, I mean, we could do three hours. We could break down what drafts we may see, what players or what heroes some of these players may try to pull out. Right. But you know, people don't want to sit down for three hours. That's the problem. It's the, well, then you, you, you break it up into different episodes. Yeah. Well, there's different. I'm not going to get into the podcasting studies that <laughs> say what consumers actually want. It's kind of annoying. They want shorter episodes, but they also want it's just stupid. It's too much. Yeah. Most studies I've read said podcasts should be about 20 minutes. Yeah. 
that's when you get your biggest. Yeah, that's impossible. Sorry, guys. We have way too much to talk about to make it 20 minutes. Uh, we can do a 20-minute episode, and then you guys can tell us how boring it was. You can give us some feedback. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could also do... I mean, we could do, like, EU predictions and then NA predictions and make them two separate episodes. I love how I'm still recording, also, and this is like... Yeah, we can also talk this about this <laughs> off-stream, like, <laughs> off our podcast. <laughs> All right, you never uh, know. People might listen to it and give you feedback. Be like, "Yeah, that's a great idea." Yeah, everyone's basically listening to us have our after podcast meetings about what we're doing <laughs> next. We're just still recording it. No, like, they're they're not listening. They turned off the podcast about forty five minutes ago. <laughs> false. That's not. That's not true. All right, then let's go ahead and end it then, and we'll talk about this off stream. Uh, off stream, whatever. Off recording, whatever you would call it. Uh, you we'll can... talk about it on the Vis League channel. The Vis League channel. <laughs> God, I hate you for saying that. Uh, follow us at TFR underscore esports. Uh, the giveaway for our celebration of episode 50 and being in the 50s is going to be happening soon. Uh, thank you so much to both my co-hosts for joining us. Uh, sign off. And completely derailing the podcast. Belligerent definitely went full troll tonight. Had a lot of uh, good comments, you know, keeping the humor, keeping the humor alive. Crude, come on. You sleeping? What's up? No, I thought he was going to do his first because you said belligerent. So I was going to let him go. I was actually going to go because you weren't saying anything. (laughs) Well, you guys were in the middle of conversation, so I was just chilling. All right. You can follow me at CrudeSlothVG on Twitter. Wow, he remembered it too episodes in a row that's impressive he's got it yeah, down dumb. yeah <laughs> you can follow me on twitter at belligerent underscore vg all right i uh, appreciate you guys for uh, joining me tonight i hope you guys enjoy this episode we will see you uh next week with our uh recap cheers cheers Thanks for tuning in to Time for Rolling. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play Music and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Twitter at Time for Rolling and at TFR underscore esports. Until next week for another edition of Time for Rolling.